A very warm welcome to This World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. A returning guest today, and I say a returning guest, I think she's part of the furniture. In fact, I feel like I'm the returning guest, not she, and she being Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca Weir, one of the directors of World Game Changers. Rebecca, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Listeners, what we thought we'd talk about today is... Is the cost of your energy rising? There's so much talk presently around, you know, um, global energy prices, household, domestic households really struggling to meet their bills, etc., etc. So what Rebecca and I thought, we'd kind of really bring that back home to the individual. What price are we paying for our own personal energy? Not the gas, not the electric, but... The way we're living our life and our energy levels that may be increasing, decreasing, however that plays out, and what's the impact to us as an individual? Rebecca, does that kind of um, sum up what we said we talk about? Yeah, it does. It does. So, I mean, there's lots to dive in on that, isn't there? Because there's so many different levels to energy. Mm. And... um obviously the energy prices rising the bills and all these things are kind of an external situation that does affect us in um some ways i guess depending on our mindset um but as you say there's also our you know the individual energy um of someone and that is um yeah, there's I, there's different sides that, or there's different uh, ways to look at it because there's energy in terms of like energy, um, how much energy do we have, like motivation, I guess, or physical energy. So like exercise and how much actual uh, energy have we got in that sense. But then there's also the spiritual side and perhaps they're intertwined perhaps there's not so you know separate perhaps there's just one energy um yeah that's my kind of thoughts so far (laughs) okay okay so interesting bag there interesting bag listeners so let's start to um i mean what rebecca's done there i think is draw a, a bit of a line in the sand so let's let's expand upon that in my humble opinion, as she quite rightly alludes to, many different factors can influence our energy. You know, it's all right very well saying, well, you know, we should be at the top of our game and be the best we can be every day. But to use a well-known saying, life can get in the way, you know, and when we've got, you know, severe external challenges, I'm not earning enough money to pay these extra bills. What am I going to do? Fear starts creeping in. Fear starts keeps constraining us. It closes us down. And that can Mm. be very quick. And that has a knock-on effect, does it not, 
to the way we live our lives. So naturally, you know, we we could be uh, happy, free, free going, spirited people. But this this injection of what I call a pebble in the shoe can soon cause us pain. And that's an external thing that can soon drag us down and our mm. energy levels drop. And there's an old saying, isn't there? How you do one thing is how you do most things. Now, that's a separate debate altogether. Um, hold that thought, Rebecca. Hold that thought. We'll come back to that. How you do one thing is how you do most things. I'm not so sure as I agree with that. But anyway, that's just hold that thought. So let's assume what if, because we like to play what if. Let's be creative. Let's go down a few rabbit holes. <laughs> what if that wasn't actually true? And every situation in every moment just stands on its own because it is what it is. Rather than story that we tell ourselves and being constrained by fear, I've got this massive gas bill, electric bill. Oh, how am I going to cope? Because it's double my this week's wages or whatever the situation be. Is that a good context to start off on, Rebecca, do you think? Yeah, it is. Because it brings into always looking at what is actually going off underneath the surface to create this reality. Um, that actually brings uh, into it something that I had a bit of a, a quick research just on Albert Einstein, because I knew he had said a quote about energy. Um, and so there's a couple that I feel are really poignant. One of them says um, energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another, which I thought was, you know, we can dive into that. Very interesting. Um and the other one was everything is energy. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but to get that reality. So what this, you know, is, is to me is what's going off underneath the surface to create that reality. And I mean, obviously there are, are, are circumstances that are out of our control and there are, you know, we're born into a life and we kind of... um there's a degree of things that we already have and opportunities that we have, but at the same time, our mindset and our way of being, the frequency that we're tuned into, the story that we're telling ourselves, then creates that reality. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was really uh, kind of poignant, those quotes mm. about energy. Uh, I am an advocate of Einstein, I must admit. Yeah. He's got some, uh, you know... Not so much his scientific principles, but well, yeah, those as well. But that actually, what he spoke to there, what spoke about there, might actually be deemed of a more spiritual origin, but actually, mm. it's very scientific as well. And for me, I mean, I, I love Einstein's uh, most of his work, vast majority, and I certainly, you know, on a personal level, resonate with both those statements. So let, let's kind of break those down, Rebecca. Let's have a look at the first one again. Recite that back to us, if you will. Sure. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. Okay. So I asked the question, listeners, I asked the question on that, that excellent uh, line in the sand of energy cannot be created. It just is. Wow. Doesn't that speak to the spirituality of who we are? And even mm. when we pass from this thing called a body, human life, that is very transient, is very, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here, 
very superficial. But we get so entrapped in this body and this mind. This is me. This is my identity. Uh, we lose that. We lose that because one day we die. Or do we? We certainly die in the physical sense and we stop being that, you know, that man, that woman, that whatever, you know, we identify ourselves with. Uh, there is no right. There is no wrong on that. But whatever that physical shape and form is, it ceases. So that energy then transfers elsewhere in a physical sense. But what if it also transfers in a more soulful sense? Yeah. And when we're into the probably the Buddhism of reincarnation here. But irrespective, I mean, this is this podcast is not kind of about that debate and that philosophy and uh, and judging one against another. But it is about that. Is reincarnation of energy a wrong phrase to use? Because we all identify with the physical here and now. But isn't it true that there are things that are happening in the world that are far, far deeper, far more profound than we can even remotely understand and that mm. was one of the reasons i personally love the work of einstein because he was he was you know he was groundbreaking he prodded and poked where others didn't go yeah and so when we leave this body this thing that we kind of put so much store by you know um in our human life you know i can't be naked is is, is a classic one i can't show my body well, okay, that, that's a personal thought, that's a personal um, take upon things. But then realising that actually there's something far, far deeper and far more intimate than a physical form. And when that physical form stops, brackets, dies, it takes another form. Any thoughts about that big bag there, Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel that we all can connect with in many different ways and, and for everyone it's different but we can all connect with that sense of energy about ourselves that sense of our soul you know our spirit and um i feel that in from you know my own personal um belief and uh, what i really resonate with is is that you know the soul is kind of eternal and that we are in this lifetime in this physical form um and then we you know move on and and i think that part of the mystery of that um and part of the the not knowing because i i feel that there's always this need uh, in this world at this time and um you know in history to have to have everything proven <laughs> and have to have everything scientifically you know making sense and and i feel that there's a, a a level of just faith and trust that goes with the idea if it can even call it an idea but you you see that so many people connect with that so many people resonate that, with that and have experiences of that as well and so i don't feel like it's for me a question of truth like if it's a belief so it's something I believe or it kind of feels just like a knowing or a truth but it you know 
I think that the world and also me as a person that has an ego struggles with that because it's like, well, where's where is the scientific, you know, we want to look for the facts because we feel safe in the facts. But actually, I think that the the beauty of life is the mystery. And if we knew it all, if we could just, you know, if we knew it all for, for a fact, what where's where's the beauty? Where's the mystery? Where's the, you know, so I think that's actually part of what what is supposed to happen. Um, mm. Is but that what, kind of what yeah. is the truth? What is the so called fact? A fact is something that's been inverted commas proven by somebody else. You know, when you look at law, you know the rule of law. It's based on precedent. This is what's happened, and so if you know if you go to court and nine times out of ten, it's based on precedent. What has actually happened? Mm. it doesn't make it right it doesn't make it wrong yeah and i think the ultimate truth lies in the intangible so science is one part you know science helps us massively beyond massively yeah. to evolve in a day-to-day -day human existence absolutely it's incredible what you know however it's only one side of the coin. In fact, in my world, is it even one side of the coin? And by the way, listeners, I come from a very scientific stroke engineering, stroke masculine background. And, and certainly because of my own life experiences, I absolutely needed that certainty of proof. What are the rules? Even the roles I took in life, um, you know, through my uncertainty were those of control, consultancy roles where I could impose my experience, my thoughts, that I was right. And actually, then reach a stage to say, well, that might be your experience, Paul, which may or may not resonate with some people, but there's no ultimate truth. Because for me, the ultimate truth is found in, in, consciousness, in consciousness, which is open, open, is infinite, and we're out there and connected anatomically, irrespective of whether we're a plant, we're a rock, we're a, you know, fauna, flora, human, it doesn't matter. And that for me is part of the truth, mm. my truth. Will it resonate with you? Will it resonate with your next door neighbor? I don't know. That's that's none of my business. Yeah, that's such an important point because we are all individual, you know, we're unique and we all have our own truth. Um, and just speaking into that and expressing that is um contributing to that frequency of truth of of you know how um we shine our light and how we show up and um so yeah it's a it's a very important point um that you know just i guess tapping into what's true for us um because there's so many influences isn't there and and, and we've talked about conditioning growing up and the ideas of what life is or what it should be or what we're you know what we're supposed to do and what we um all these preconceived notions and um so it can be I think on the journey confusing at times what is you know what is my truth and what is but I think that that's where the the the, the stillness and the meditation and the going inward is um so powerful in finding that and um and in context of energy uh something that i feel is really important for me is that energy f exists for me in the feeling realm 
you can't see energy you you i mean maybe you can if you it depends on what we're talking about i guess um steam or you know um water in a sense is, is energy when it's flowing so you can, there's ways but i guess you can connect with it in in the more in the feeling um rather than the kind of seeing of it mm. yeah and knowing that feeling is actually attached to thought mm. and thought you know is attached to beliefs so this yeah. is all part of our mental construct certainly from my own perspective and of course i have thoughts and of course i have feelings and subject to emotions you know as a human being the big question is in this kind of relative and i'll keep using this term listeners this relatively superficial existence of humanity because it does run far 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 deeper in my world anyway and some people will resonate with that and agree with it and some won't and, and that's fine either way to quote the late great Jim Rohn, some will, some won't, so what? Yeah. And, you know, as part of that, it's, I think it's it's kind of observing that transient and accepting that. And yes, at times, you know, we do get caught. I certainly get caught, you know, that vulnerability of humanity, I, I, like everyone else. I don't care how aware we think we are or what's the modern day term, enlightened, we think we are, <laughs> to quote Chopra, we're a spiritual being having human challenges and we will get caught. We will get caught and, you know, um, subjected to the fears that can trap us, you know, and the, the solution is to get out of that as quickly as we can. So energy is very transient, but we do, within our consciousness, have a, an ability to change that. The fact that we're trapped and conditioned because we're, you know, well, I can remember when I feel angry, this is what I always do. And there's that subconscious conditioning of, okay, here we go again. I've been triggered, right? And this is what plays out. And this is what plays out. And this is what plays out. Deja vu, deja vu, deja vu, until we break the pattern. Let's draw this, this to a close, Rebecca, if we can. And I want you to hold that second part of Einstein's uh, quote there. I wanted I want us to do another thread on that on a separate episode. But I want to close this one out if I can, or if we can, sorry. Um leave the listeners with a kind of question to ask, or you know, let's bring this to some kind of conclusion or summary that serves our listeners. What would that be for you? I would invite the listeners to tap into today what energy are they connecting with and what energy are they showing up with in the world in everything that they do hmm. okay yeah that's uh, yeah I can relate to that massively and I think my take upon it listeners is to leave you with this that obviously Rebecca and I have had this dance as we call it between ourselves this exchange of energy of, of ideas of thoughts of emotions Although this, in terms of emotions, I've got to say, this has been fairly level compared to our usual stroke normal uh, dance, where we go down a trillion rabbit holes. Um, this has been fairly level, uh, and that's fine. That's fine. So, but for me, it'll be listening to this particular episode. 
what's it prodded and poked within you listeners as it made you thoughtful as it made you happy as it made you angry thinking what are these two on about i don't agree with that that's or whatever it is whatever it is who knows yeah but the point is with this dance you know imagine two people on a dance floor and people observing thinking they're good dancers or not as the case may be what response has it evoked in you because that will tell you in some respects where your own energy is at mm. let's leave it there on this particular episode rebecca and uh We'll probe Einstein's uh, other f- great quote in a, in a following episode. Sounds good. Look forward to it. So, listeners, there we have it. Let's raise the tone. Let's raise the energy. Because that was quite a solemn one. Certainly, by, as I've said, by Rebecca and I, you know, we're normally dancing, we're normally shouting, we're normally singing, we're normally going down rabbit holes. I don't know. Maybe that that might that, all uh, appear again. Uh, <laughs> but for the time being, I sign off. Though I always do by saying, remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?